Hey besties, welcome to another episode of the Healthy Girl Podcast. I'm so excited to be talking to you again, and I'm so excited for this highly requested episode because... When I took a poll on my Instagram and asked what episodes you guys wanted to hear, I listed a bunch and how to transition to a plant-based diet was by far the most requested and rightfully so. That's that's basically what I'm here to help you to do. I know I posed so many recipes and meal ideas, but I understand that question of like, okay, I love your recipes and I love the way your food looks and I want to live that lifestyle, but I literally have no clue where to start. I know it can seem overwhelming and intimidating, and that's why I don't want to have any small talk. I literally just want to get into the episode because I have so much information and so many tips to get you started and help you with your transition. This episode really is for those of you who are ready to make that transition. You feel like, okay, like I've seen your recipes. I'm at that point where I really want to try to eat a plant-based lifestyle and to really try this out. I just want to say this lifestyle, eating plant-based, it's not about perfection. And you're going to hear me say that a lot, but it's true. It's really just about doing your best. If you decide to go plant-based and a week in you, you eat meat, that's okay. It's really about doing the best you can and reducing your meat consumption, reducing your dairy consumption, your animal product consumption in general, because it saves animals. It's amazing for the environment. It's so much more sustainable to eat plant-based and it's amazing for your health. So it's really all about the bigger picture and what you do 90% of the time. So it really It's not about being perfect. And I actually had mentioned in my last episode that I feel like women, a lot of the time, either we're on a diet or we're not. And there's just no in-between. Eating plant-based and and doing this lifestyle, it's about balance. And it's about, again, it's a lifestyle. It's not a diet. It's not temporary. It's not short-term. It's really learning how to naturally transition and and adapt this lifestyle in a way that fits you and what you like and for your needs. Here we go. I want to first say that before you transition, the first step really is to identify your why. And I think this is really helpful for not only yourself, like actually identifying the reason why you want to transition to a plant-based diet. It's helpful helpful for yourself, but it's also super helpful when you're explaining to other people because whether you like it or not, people are going to ask you, hey, like, why are you vegan? Why do you want to eat plant-based? Why are you doing this? I think it's really helpful to have that explanation. For me, I'm vegan first and foremost for the animals. But of course, I'm vegan for my health. I'm vegan because of the environmental impact. And those are my reasons. But whatever your reason is, identify it, have your why. And when you kind of get off track or you feel like you're, you know, maybe eating meat here and there, like remind yourself why you first started. And when other people ask you, you can explain to them. Of course, you don't owe anyone any kind of explanation, but if you want to have something to tell your family and friends, then I think it's it's helpful to have that explanation. Okay, so first, identify your why. Second, you got to transition your fridge and your pantry because 
Your home is the environment that's going to either set you up for success or not set you up for success. Finish what's in your fridge or give your animal products to friends or family, donate them, whatever you want to do, however you want to go about that, you got to transition your fridge and your pantry. Your home environment has to support your goal of wanting to be plant-based, right? So once you, once you do that and once you feel like your fridge and pantry, you're ready for this transition, you got to go to the grocery store and you have to restock your fridge and your pantry with plant-based food. And you're like, Danielle, what do I even buy at the grocery store? I don't even know where to begin. I would say go to the grocery store for the first time when you're, when you're wanting to be plant-based. Go when you have a little extra time on your hands. This way, you can browse, familiarize yourself with the aisles, find plant-based products you've never seen before. I feel like when Ari and I first went plant-based, I mean, every time we went to the grocery store, we would find a plant-based product that we'd never seen. And even more so now because I went vegan about seven years ago. And seven years ago, let me tell you, they did not have the cool vegan options that they have now. And even the other day we went to Sprouts and they had so many new vegan meat options that I've never seen before. And I was so excited, but just because we had some extra time to browse. So go when you have a little bit of extra time. Um, But remember, when you go to the grocery store, it's about simple swaps. So if you usually buy 2% dairy milk, go ahead and swap it out for some almond milk, oat milk, soy milk. There's a million different kind of non-dairy milks out there. Just pick one. You might try a couple different ones before you find one you love. We tend to buy almond milk the most. That's our favorite. Then let's say you're used to buying dairy yogurt. Get vegan yogurt instead. There's so many vegan yogurts. If you usually buy chicken, pick up some tofu. If you normally get a lot of meat, pick out different kinds of beans you've never had before and lentils, right? Because beans and lentils have a ton of protein. So you can use those as your protein sources. Maybe check out the, um, I'm not like someone who's going to recommend that most of your diet is made up of like processed vegan meat, but there are so many different vegan meats now that do have healthier ingredients. Like my favorite is Daring brand chicken. It is amazing. You guys, this vegan chicken, it has very simple, like pretty healthy ingredients compared to something like the Impossible Burger or something. And it tastes so good. I think it's the closest thing to chicken that they have out there. And again, the brand is Daring. Check out, I know they have it at Whole Foods, Sprouts, um, the Frozen Isle at Walmart. I know they have it there. It's very accessible. Again, it's Daring. I'll put that in the show notes. If you love making burgers for dinner, pick up some veggie burgers instead. Again, when you're in the store, it's all about those simple little swaps. So think of the dinners and the meals that you normally make. And I promise you there's a vegan alternative. Let's say you like making taco night. That's one of our favorites. And before I was vegan, we loved doing like burrito bowls, burritos, tacos, enchiladas. Like we love doing like a Mexican inspired dinner. Now you can make plant-based tacos. So instead of meat, you can make lentil taco meat where you take lentils and saute them with a packet of taco seasoning. Easiest thing ever. Or you can do uh, black bean tacos or refried beans. It's so easy to have a vegetarian like Tex-Mex inspired meal. 
And you can still have everything else that would usually go with that kind of meal, right? Like lettuce, tomato, guacamole, sour cream you can do. I have a vegan sour cream on my website, healthygirlkitchen.com. I have um, I've also seen a lot of vegan sour creams in the store if you don't feel like making your own. I know Kite Hill has one, I think. Don't, uh, hmm, I'm trying to think. Was it Kite Hill? I don't know. But look in, look in the vegan um, cheese section and I think they should have some vegan sour creams. Again, if not, I have one on my website. You can do sauteed vegetables in your burrito bowl. You can do, again, any kind of bean. You can do taco sauce, which I love to do. If you're doing pasta night with meat sauce, growing up, my mom always made spaghetti with meatballs or spaghetti with meat sauce. You can make lentil bolognese where you literally take cooked lentils and you saute it with marinara sauce, just like you would make a meat sauce. And it's a five minute dinner pour it on top of pasta. It's delicious. That is one of my favorite dinners of all time. Uh, Stir fry is another common dinner that people make, but I think a lot of people make like a chicken stir fry where they'll do chicken, rice, and vegetables. I just sub out tofu. So instead of buying chicken, do a tofu stir fry with vegetables and rice. Let's say you're planning for breakfasts when you go to the grocery store. Vegan breakfast is actually, I think, one of the easiest meals of the day because a lot of breakfast items are inherently vegan. You can do oatmeal. You can do hot oatmeal or overnight oats. Avocado toast, which of course we all love. Smoothies, whether it's a fruit smoothie, whether it's a protein shake kind of smoothie with like protein powder and peanut butter. Chia pudding, tofu scramble, just egg scramble. Uh, Just egg is a vegan egg product that comes in like liquid form. You can scramble it. You can make omelets. You can make a frittata. It literally is just like scrambled eggs, but it's actually made with mung mung beans, which is really cool. You can make hummus toast, which I have a recipe for. It's on my Instagram feed. Okay, back to the grocery list. When you make your grocery list, just swap out animal products and get a plant-based alternative instead. But you can also add things to your cart that will help to make your plant-based diet more abundant. Your current grocery list might be very heavily reliant on animal products. So maybe try adding quinoa to your cart if you've never tried it, beans, lentils, sweet potatoes, different vegetables you haven't tried, fruits, different kinds of nuts and seeds. Like this is your time to explore. I feel like people get in this rut of eating the same things no matter what kind of diet you're following. And once you start eating a plant-based diet, you're just opened up to this world of different flavors and different foods. And and again, there are like, when I went plant-based, I realized there's like a million different kinds of potatoes even at the grocery store that you can explore and different kinds of squash. And again, different kinds of beans, things I had never tried before. And it really actually opened up my horizons. And I actually eat a lot more of a variety now that I'm plant-based than when I wasn't. And I think that there's this misconception that you're going to feel deprived or restricted or that, you know, because once, because because you're taking out animal products, you think, oh, I'm, I'm, I don't know what I'm going to have because animal products make up so much of my diet, but really your eyes are going to be open to so many different kinds of foods out there that you never would have thought to add into your diet. So I actually think it's super fun. Now, if it doesn't work for you to just kind of use your normal grocery list and, you know, kind of ad lib it and swap out plant-based alternatives, I would highly, highly suggest planning your meals out in advance when you're first starting out eating plant-based. 
This is just so that you feel prepared and you're not buying a bunch of random items at the store and have no clue what you're going to make. For example, plan out your breakfast, lunches, and dinners and snacks for the week so you know exactly what you're going to buy. For example, let's say you plan to have, okay, you're going to have avocado toast and overnight oats for breakfast. Okay, and you're going to just buy the ingredients to make those two breakfasts So you need. For example, I'm going to get like pretty micro here and really explain everything. You're going to need bread, right? So I would suggest like a whole grain bread or, you know, like a sourdough and you need avocado. And I like putting tomato slices or cucumber slices on my avocado toast as well. Let's say you're doing overnight oats also, like I said. Buy the ingredients for overnight oats. I have an overnight oats recipe or you can literally Google vegan overnight oats recipes. There's a million of them and you'll just buy those ingredients to have those breakfasts. So, you know, so you're not buying a ton of random stuff and like trying to figure out what to eat for breakfast. For lunch, let's say that you plan to make two of my life changing salad recipes that are on my Instagram feed and you make those and you keep them in the fridge for the week and they're already meal prepped for you. I have so many life-changing salad recipes that are filling, nourishing, perfect for lunches. So go ahead and look through and maybe pick two of those. Again, that's just an example. You could do veggie sandwiches for lunch. You could do wraps. You can do maybe veggie burgers. Uh, Maybe you even normally order Uber Eats for lunch. That's fine. Find some plant-based options in your area. Maybe you have like a Chipotle by you. Maybe you have like a sweet green feel free to order a plant-based lunch too. I think that's, you know, the the reality for a lot of people right now is that they're ordering their lunches. Snacks, let's say for snacks, you say, okay, for snacks for the week, I'm going to get apples and peanut butter, protein bars, and veggies and hummus. And those are your snacks for the week. And you know that you have like snacks ready to go for you. And for dinners, let's say you do One night, you know, you're going to have burrito bowls. One night, you're going to have pasta night. And another night, you're going to do a chickpea curry. I would pick those three dinners. And you're like, okay, Danielle, there's seven nights in a week. How are we going to survive off three dinners? This is what I like to do. Make extra, like make double of what you would make for dinner that night. And then you can have leftovers. So when you have burrito night, you can also eat it the next night. And again, you don't have to do this forever. It's just getting used to a plant-based diet and teaching you how to shop and not waste ingredients right off the bat. I think it's really, really helpful to plan your meals out like this. So make this plan for whatever dinners you want. Again, you could do pasta night, burrito bowl night, and chickpea curry night, make double, and then you have six nights of dinners there and maybe one night you go out and there's a free night and you can pick something else to make. Planning your meals out like this again will help you have a concise grocery list and you won't waste anything because you're going to have a plan for exactly what you're making. Okay, this is going to take some trial and error. I don't expect anyone to like be perfect the first time they're going to the grocery store to fully eat a plant-based diet. You're going to get in the groove. It's a learning process. I wasn't perfect when I first started. I had no idea what I was doing and I didn't have resources like this that were teaching me exactly what to do. There were some, a couple YouTubers teaching, you know, how to eat a vegan diet, but it was very different than what it is now. And I'm giving you this advice because this is the kind of advice I would have loved seven years ago when I was in college, just starting out like this. 
So once you get your groceries, once you get in the groove of grocery shopping differently, because I know it's different, and once you get in the groove of cooking for yourself and cooking plant-based meals, you've got about 80% of the game down. You know, once you master that and once you master that time at home and cooking for yourself within your house, you've got you've got it down. Now, the other 20% going out, eating in restaurants, social events and traveling. And I get a lot of questions about this because these are the times where you don't necessarily have the stuff that's in your fridge and you don't have your meals prepared and You're maybe going out with friends and they pick a restaurant that doesn't have vegan options or you're going to someone's house and they serve meat or you're going to a family gathering and there is a ton of non-vegan options or you're going somewhere for the holidays. Like I totally get it. But if you're really committed and you want to stick to a plant-based diet, it's totally doable. But also on the other hand, if you feel like there are times where you genuinely just can't eat plant-based, that's okay too. Like I said at the beginning, it is all about the bigger picture and reducing your animal product consumption as much as possible. So I'm going to give you some tips about this other 20%. Number one, be prepared. Let's say you're going to a restaurant, a friend's house, a gathering. The number one tip is to be prepared and That could mean different things based on the scenario. But let's say you're going out to a restaurant. Whether you're calling the restaurant in advance and saying, hey, I was wondering if you had vegan options or is the chef able to make me something vegan? That's definitely one way to go about it. Researching the menu ahead of time. And we all know, come on, let's be honest. All of us look at a menu when we're going to a restaurant anyway in advance. Who doesn't? But make sure, like, really look in advance to see if there's vegan options. Because if you're going out with friends and there literally isn't one thing that's vegan, like it's very meat, fish, dairy heavy, maybe you eat, you know, maybe you eat dinner before you go out with your friends. And when you're out with your friends, you order fries and a side salad and a drink and you're and you go to be social. I would say one of my biggest pieces of advice, though, is don't not go out with your friends because they're going to a non-vegan place or because there's not going to be vegan options. Don't cut off any kind of socializing because of this. I would say you should go out even more. It's very, very important that you don't let any kind of diet or lifestyle get in the way of you hanging out with your friends. Don't miss out on social situations because you feel like there aren't going to be food options for you. You have to make it work for yourself. I have never turned down a request to go out with my friends or to go to a restaurant because there isn't a vegan option for me. I just make it work and I try to get creative. I have never been to a restaurant where there, where there literally isn't one, at least one thing I could order. Even if I'm out with my friends and I order like a plate of grilled vegetables and maybe there's like edamame on the menu and like a cucumber avocado roll or maybe there's a side of sweet potato fries and I ask the chef if they can make me, I don't know, a pasta dish with just, you know, marinara sauce and vegetables. Like there's always something to order on the menu. You're just going to have to learn to be your own advocate. 
And I know it can seem awkward. I know it can feel weird to try to speak up for yourself in that way, but you'll get used to it. I felt awkward at first, but over time, you just get used to saying to the waiter or, you know, whoever at the restaurant, hey, you know, I'm actually vegan. So do you have any plant-based options or, you know, what can the chef make for me? And I promise when you are your own advocate for your lifestyle, it will help you tremendously. Because if you don't speak up, and this goes for any situation, if you don't speak up, you're not going to get what you want. And you'll be so proud of yourself when you do speak up for yourself because then that's how you achieve what you want to achieve. So number one is to be prepared. If you're going to a family gathering, like the holidays, I think that's really hard for people. I would call whoever is hosting and say, hey, like, this is like a long shot, but are you going to have any plant-based options? And they might say, well, what does that even mean? And, you know, you can explain to them. You might have a very open uh, family who's very accommodating and they might say, well, you know, send me over some recipes and I'll, you know, make sure there's stuff for you. Or I understand a lot of families are very traditional and they're going to have what they're going to have because they make the same thing for every holiday. That's so fine. Number one, eat before. And number two, bring dishes to share and just say, hey, like, I hope you don't mind. Like, I'm going to bring a couple dishes like potluck style just for everyone to share just because I'm doing this plant-based diet and it would be nice for me to be able to eat something. But I'm also, you know, going to bring dishes to share. I'm going to bring this and this. Um, And actually, like every time I've done that, the host is so thankful and, and they're like, oh, my God, this is great. Now I have to cook a little bit less because you're bringing some things. So don't be afraid to speak up for yourself in that way. And again, be prepared. Like don't don't go to the family gathering with all meat, like literally starving. Eat a snack before, bring your food. And also if you like eat something at your family gathering that isn't plant-based, that's okay. You can move on the next, you know, tomorrow's a new day and your next meal can be plant-based. Again, it's what you do the majority of the time. It's not about perfection at all. So overall, be prepared. Speak up for yourself. If you're traveling, this is a big one because a lot of people either travel for work or they're traveling for pleasure. If you're traveling, research in advance, okay? You know where you're going. Research the area a little. Take 20 minutes and just find out if the hotel or, uh, you know, Airbnb you're staying at has options. So maybe the hotel is in a really, like, walkable area and they have vegan restaurants surrounding you and you know okay I see I see there's a smoothie place by me I can do that for breakfast oh I see there's a chipotle down the street I'm gonna get like burrito bowls for lunch and like oh like let's research dinner places like I'm sure there's a sushi place which you can always get something vegan I'm sure nearby maybe there's an Italian place you can get a pasta dish with marinara sauce and vegetables I'm sure I'm sure there you know are vegan options like 90% of the places you're gonna go it's just about doing a little extra research and planning ahead of time so that you're not there and you're like, oh my God, like I don't know where to go and I don't know what to eat. So do a little research. I find that if you can get an Airbnb and you do want to cook for yourself, it's great if you can find somewhere with a kitchen, if you can like do a little grocery shopping so you can make food for yourself. You know, if this is like a longer term, like you're going somewhere for a week and And, you know, you're like worried about having food and meals. Like if you can get an Airbnb with a kitchen and you like to cook, like that's awesome and very helpful. 
Also, if you have any kind of like say in where you're going, I get for work, maybe you don't have a say in what city you're flying to or where you're going. But if you're planning a vacation, plan somewhere where they have healthy options. We do that all the time. We'll look up like vegan resort or, you know, a wellness conscious place. It's also so much fun to go somewhere where they have a ton of vegan options. It's actually like one of my favorite things when you go somewhere and they like cater to a vegan diet. It's awesome. For example, for our honeymoon, we went to Mexico and we went to this place called Palmaya and it's a plant-based all-inclusive resort and it was literally heaven. The food was unlimited. The food was all gourmet, plant-based, amazing food. And, you know, if we hadn't done our research, we would have never found it. We would have gone somewhere and like had a hard time finding vegan options. Like we were going to go to this other all-inclusive type resort and I had talked to them and and they really like barely had any vegan options. And we're like, why are we paying for an inclusive somewhere? And we can't even eat most of the food, you know, and, and they would have accommodated us. But finding this place where everything we could eat was vegan was so fun. And that's just because we did a little research ahead of time. If you're traveling and you're going to be on a plane, like bring plane snacks. Almost every airport has a vegan option. I've never been to an airport where I literally can't get anything. If there's a Starbucks, you can always get like the vegan oatmeal and they have um, uh, like a sprouted whole grain bagel you can get with avocado spread. There's almost always a sushi restaurant in an airport. I feel like every airport I go to has some kind of sushi place and you can always find a vegan option at sushi. I feel like now more than ever, there are so many plant-based options. They're sprouting up and popping up in so many different restaurants, so many different places. So now's the time to be plant-based because there are so many more options than there ever have been. And it's so much more doable than you might think. Even if you're in a country where, you know, they might not have the Impossible Burger or, you know, certain like niche fancy vegan products, you can be plant-based without any of those things, which I'm going to get into a little later because I'm going to be answering some of your questions and I know some of you asked about that. So that's kind of in a nutshell how to transition to a plant-based diet. And you can do this as gradual or as cold turkey as you want. You have to meet yourself where you're at. Because if we have, let's say, Alyssa, who is in college, she's vegetarian already. She doesn't eat meat or fish, but she still has dairy and eggs. She's in a very different place than maybe Susie, who isn't vegetarian and she's eating fast food three times a day from non-vegan places. And she's very far from consuming a fully plant-based diet. Everyone's journey is going to look different and that's okay. We are all on our own path. If it takes you a month to to fully transition to a plant-based diet, that's totally fine because that's your journey and you have to do what works for you. If you are gung-ho and you're someone who likes to go all in and you want to do this overnight, you're like, you know what? I can't eat meat ever again. I don't want to have dairy ever. Like there are some people that feel that way. And if you want to stop very cold turkey because that's your personality, then that's great too. You have to meet yourself where you're at 
and be very gentle with yourself in the process. I know it's easy to get overwhelmed, but everyone is on their own, on their own journey. So now let's get into questions from you guys. These are directly from Instagram. There were a lot of questions and I picked the questions that I felt were repeated a lot. I do want to use this podcast to answer your burning questions and really answer them in depth. So let's start with a question from Courtney. She asks, how do you find vegan options specifically when eating out at fast food? I get it. You're busy. You're working. You need something on the go. I highly suggest healthier fast food places that they have so many of now, like Chipotle, Cava, which is like build your own Mediterranean. They don't have it in Florida, which I'm so sad about, but I've been there before. It's amazing. Sweet Green, which is like build your own salad bowl. These places have so many vegan options and it's like they use better ingredients than somewhere like McDonald's. Uh, so find like a build your own bowl kind of place, like that kind of fast food. Now, if you're really talking about like fast food, fast food, like Wendy's, Burger King, I always like if I'm in a pinch or I used to do this a lot in college, Wendy's has a baked potato and that has been my life hack. If I'm in an, if I'm in an airport and there's no vegan options, if I'm, I don't know, on a road trip and there's literally like nothing on a highway exit besides a Wendy's, I know I can get a plain baked potato. You just say, can I get a plain baked potato? No sour cream, no butter, no nothing. And it's just a basic baked potato. And I know, I don't know if you'll think this is weird, but it's so good. You ask for mustard packets and you dip the potato in mustard. It's so good. Potatoes are very filling actually, and they're very healthy for you. So if you're in a bind and need something super quick, I wouldn't normally recommend just eating a potato as a meal because you need like extra protein and healthy fat and stuff. But if you're in a pinch and you just need something and you're starving, go grab a baked potato from Wendy's. Zara asks, when you went vegan, did you feel bad if you accidentally ate something not vegan? Really good question. Yes, I used to feel horrible and I especially would feel bad if I was eating something a lot that I thought was vegan but wasn't. For example, I used to go to this healthy market and they had these quinoa like egg muffin cups um, and they, I don't know if they even said egg, they were like these quinoa muffins and they had the ingredients listed out for all of their goods and their baked goods and the, the ingredient list was completely vegan. So I was eating these quinoa muffins like it was my full-time job. And one day I go back to the healthy market and I see the ingredient list and it has eggs and five different kinds of cheese in the muffin. And I had said to them, I'm like, oh, like, did you change the recipe? I get these all the time and these ingredients normally aren't listed. And they're like, no, they, this it's the same recipe. It's always been this way. And I'm like, what do you mean? You had a different ingredient list the last time I was here. They're like, oh, that was a mistake. And I was really upset because I had been eating this a lot and I also needed to not be having dairy or anything for my health because it gives me like really bad heartburn and um, I don't do well when I eat dairy. So I was upset about that. And I I was more upset for the people who would have an allergy and would have accidentally eaten that and maybe had like a deathly allergic type of reaction. I was more mad for them. 
Um, I also felt disappointed that, or I don't know if disappointed is the right word, but I was just, I was just kind of mad that I like broke my vegan diet. I have gotten a lot more relaxed. If I accidentally eat something not vegan, I know it's okay. It wasn't my fault. And I just, I try to preach the same thing to myself. It is not about perfection. It's about doing my best. And if I accidentally eat something non-vegan, that wasn't my intention, right? That's okay. So I'm definitely not as hard as on myself as I used to be. Um, if I specifically say to a restaurant, I'm vegan, I need, you know, a fully vegan meal. And they say, of course, we'll make you a vegan meal, blah, blah, blah. They, the waiter knows I'm vegan. They write on the tab that I'm vegan and I get my meal. I've had multiple times where I stick a fork full of something in my mouth and I'm ending up chewing on a piece of meat. That really upsets me because I had clearly stated to the waiter that I'm vegan. And on the other hand, I'm I'm vegan for ethical purposes. To me, like I, animals to me are friends, not food. I love animals. I have so much compassion towards them. I, I view them as some something that I want to pet and cuddle and not something that I ever want to eat or put in my mouth. Um, these are just innocent beings and they deserve to be loved. (laughs) And so eating animals to me is just, it's not, it, it's a part of my moral compass to be vegan. So that has upset me in the past, but again, there's nothing you can do, but move on. And, and all you can do is try your best. So if you accidentally eat something not vegan, don't sweat it, move on. It's okay. It happens to the best of us, Zara. Okay, Matthew asks, we love a healthy guy. Hey, Matthew, how do you deal with the judgment when you first go plant-based? Oh, Matthew, I totally understand. And there's a lot of judgment that comes from maybe it's family, maybe it's friends. But here's the thing. You have to not give a fuck. I'm sorry. You have to just not care. If you're choosing to start a plant-based diet and and do this lifestyle, you have to have confidence about your choice and you have to stand your ground and you can't care about the judgment. As hard as it is, it doesn't matter what other people think. It really doesn't matter. And that's actually the bottom line. If someone judged me for being plant-based, like I really, I just let it roll off my back. I don't care at this point. Maybe I cared a little when I first started because I'm such a people pleaser and it would upset me if someone judged me. Um, Especially, you know, you get the comments that are like, oh, like how are you going to get enough protein? And um, what do you mean you don't eat meat? Like how are you, you know, you're going to be nutrient deficient. And especially if you're a guy, there's a stigma that being vegan isn't manly or that you need meat to be strong and muscular, which is so not true. You, I know so many amazing, healthy, even vegan bodybuilders and athletes. You can definitely be a strong, healthy, muscular guy and be vegan. So in terms of dealing with judgment, you just can't care. And if people like your closest friends and family are giving you a hard time, especially your friends, If your friends are judging you and making fun of you, then maybe they're not your real friends. My friends have been so extremely supportive of me and have never once judged me for my choice because I picked good friends and I love them. Um, They're the best. But yeah, if you have friends who are judging you or poking fun at you, 
you need to stand up for yourself and you need to just ignore them. And if it comes to the point where you feel like it's excessive, then speak up for yourself and say something to them. But in the end, you just can't care about the judgment. That's the bottom line. Okay, next. Nisha asks, how do you stop craving meat? Okay, if you're plant-based and you're craving meat, this is normal. Totally normal. I totally understand. Here's, here's what I have to say. There are so many amazing vegan meat products out there now. If you're really craving meat, have an Impossible Burger, have a Beyond Burger. I think I'm not a huge fan of the of either one of them, but that's just me. But people love them. I mean, I wasn't a huge meat eater to begin with. It wasn't my thing. I really liked fish a lot better. But I know for, for people who are plant-based and they really want that meat feeling, the Impossible Burger literally tastes like beef. I have tried it before. I could not believe I thought they had accidentally given me a beef burger it tastes that similar so I would say find the the vegan products out there that you know mimic that meat like taste but I think what I have actually found is that people who are craving meat aren't making their meals filling enough or aren't eating enough uh, of a balanced meal and what I mean by that is they're eating very carb heavy and they end up not feeling as satisfied so Make sure to have hearty filling meals because when you are craving something like meat, it's very hearty, right? It's dense. It's filled with protein. It's very filling, very hearty. Try to emulate that when making a vegan meal. So like I said before, making a lentil bolognese, like a meat sauce with pasta, it's the most filling, hearty, comforting, packed with protein. Try a meal like that and I almost guarantee you you're not going to be craving meat after. Okay, next we have a question from Rachel. She says, how do you convince six, eight, and 10-year-olds to eat plant-based? Here's the thing, mom. Here's the thing. I guarantee you your six-year-old, your eight-year-old, and your 10-year-old aren't the ones doing the grocery shopping and the cooking right you're doing that. You're going to the store, you're cooking, you're the head of the household. You choose what's on their plates and you choose what they're eating. You're packing their lunch for school and you have the money. So you choose what they're eating. Now, if they're going to friends' houses, if they're, you know, if they're at school and they eat something not plant-based, there's nothing you can do. You know, even if you say to the school or say to their, you know, friends' parents, hey, you know, they're plant-based. You don't, Once they're out of the house, it is hard to have so much control over them. But in your house, you as the mom have control over what your family eats. And that's just the simple truth. When I was growing up, whatever my mom put in front of me for dinner, that's what we were eating. Everyone, you know, my mom would yell, dinner's ready. And we would all run downstairs, sit at the table. And I didn't have a choice about what was for dinner. Whether she made us pasta night, Mexican night, lasagna night, Um, you know, whether, and I wasn't vegan growing up. We ate meat, dairy, and eggs. We could have been having chicken, rice, and salad, whatever it was, whatever my mom put on the table, that is what we ate for dinner. And if she, let's say back then my mom had decided we were going to be eating plant-based, I wouldn't have had a choice. And there's so many amazing plant-based recipes out there that are kid-friendly, that your whole family will love, that will make them feel like, they're eating just a delicious meal. You don't even have to announce to, you don't even have to say to your family, hey, like we're going to be eating plant-based now. Just start cooking them plant-based meals. I promise they might not even notice a difference. And 
if your child is used to eating chicken nuggets, there are vegan chicken nuggets that they sell. So many different brands. If your kid's used to eating, I don't know, little yogurt cups, they have little vegan yogurt cups. They have so many kid-friendly choices. But if you just you just start the transition, you don't have to make a big deal about it. Um, I promise they'll get used to it and, and you make the decisions. I don't know if uh, that would be a popular opinion, but you know, when I have kids, they're, you know, they're going to eat what's what I buy. So that's my advice to you. And it, it can be gradual, you know, Rachel, you can, you don't have to do this overnight, but just start introducing things to them and, and you're in charge. That's the bottom line. Okay. Next question's from Annie. How do you not feel resentful towards people who eat meat? That's a really good question because especially if you're going vegan for the animals and you've come to this conclusion and and you've you know maybe watched some documentaries where you see how these animals are treated in slaughterhouses and how they're killed it's very upsetting it it causes a lot of distress when i first learned how uh, you know, animals are slaughtered. When I learned about the dairy industry and how cruel that was, I mean, I was very distraught and it made me just want to tell everyone like, please go vegan now. Like we need to save all the animals. Like I would beg my, my family, like, please, I beg my dad, please stop eating meat. We have to save the animals. And I get it. There's like this urgency once you are vegan. And I think there's, there's really only this resent towards people who eat meat if you're vegan for the animals or like maybe for the environment, but it's mostly comes towards people who are vegan for the animals. I get how you're feeling and there is the sense of urgency to, you know, tell everyone you know and and want everyone to be vegan. And trust me, I want everyone to be vegan, but we have to meet people where they're at and know that everyone is on their own journey and we can't force people to do anything that they don't want to do. And that's my whole message with Healthy Girl Kitchen, right? You guys know that. I'm the non-judgmental vegan. I know that you can't force anyone to adopt a certain lifestyle. You just have to lead by example and inspire people. And that's all you can do and, and hope that they follow in your footsteps and learn from you. So I get that you might be feeling some resentment towards people who eat meat, but just know you probably didn't grow up as a vegan, you probably were at the same stage as them and in the same place as them eating meat at one point. So remember that this used to be you and just know that you're doing the best that you can and you have to worry about yourself. And if these are people close to you, like friends and family, all you can do is lead by example. Okay, next question's from Lauren. Hey, Lauren. She says, When I switched to eating plant-based, I got very bloated. What do I do? Is this normal? Yes, I've heard this a lot. This is normal, I think, for two reasons. One, people are eating foods they're not used to eating, like beans. And I think people are eating a lot more fiber, which is so important. People are lacking in fiber. I think a lot of the population is constipated. It's a major problem. Everyone needs more fiber. But if you introduce too much fiber too quickly, this can lead to a lot of bloating. If you're eating beans and you're not used to that, that can lead to bloating. So I would say increase your fiber slowly. But I think probably the number one reason is from people eating a lot of beans and foods they're not used to eating and maybe raw veggies. I would say 
Try cooking your vegetables. That helps a lot with bloating instead of doing raw. Take a digestive enzyme, but when before you eat meals with beans, you can buy digestive enzymes on Amazon, like literally type in vegan digestive enzymes, and that'll just help you break down your food a little bit more. Also, I would suggest taking a daily probiotic if you're not taking one already. Next question is from Leah. Do you ever feel like cheating on your plant-based diet? No, because I love eating plant-based. I love it so much. I think it's so fun. I have all of my core staple recipes that I love making. It's just my normal, you know? This is my normal that I've been doing now for seven years, and I just don't even think of eating animal products. I would never think to do that. Um, But if you feel like eating something not vegan, that's a different story because I don't feel that way. But you might feel that way. So if you are feeling like that, I would say if you eat something not vegan, that's okay. You can get back on the bandwagon the next meal. But also there are, so I would implore you before you do that, before you eat an animal product, there are so many plant-based alternatives. Like I've said, try to find the plant-based alternative for whatever you're craving because I promise you they have it. I had someone tell me the other day that they were really craving ice cream and all they wanted was was ice cream. And I was like, you know, they have like amazing dairy-free ice cream, right? And they're like, what? They're like, no, but I kind of want like Ben and Jerry's. I'm like, well, guess what? You're in luck. They have vegan Ben and Jerry's. They have vegan Haagen-Dazs. They have so many vegan ice cream options now but that goes for everything there's amazing vegan like I said vegan chicken nuggets vegan burger substitutes so if you're craving something like that I would encourage you and challenge you to try to find a vegan alternative um, because at the end of the day it does um, save the animals it's better for your health and the um, environmental impact is so much less when you're eating plant-based foods And what I mean by that is it uses up less resources, less environmental resources, uses less water, uses less energy, uses less land. If you want some documentaries on all of these things, I'm going to quickly add this in here because someone asked about documentaries to watch. If you want to learn about the health aspect of veganism, I would for sure watch Forks Over Knives. It's on Netflix and the documentary What the Health very informative. Definitely start with forks over knives though, if you want to learn about veganism and health and also game changers, which is about vegan athletes. It's fascinating. If you want to learn about how vegan choices impact the environment, if you want to learn like the secrets and ins and outs of how like eating meat, dairy, and eggs really uses up our earth's resources, check out Cowspiracy. If you want to learn about how eating fish impacts the environment and that, watch Seaspiracy. If you want to learn about the ethical implications of the meat, dairy, and egg industries, I would watch Vegucated. I would watch Dominion, I think it's called. And if there's any others, I'll put them in the show notes. Lissa asks, how do you stay full and add protein to your meals. Okay, so if you wanna stay full and satiated, your meals need to have the same macronutrients that you would have if you're not vegan. That means that you need to have protein, carbs, and healthy fats at all of your meals. That'll make sure that you have balanced, nourished meals. 
So a protein could be tofu, a carb could be sweet potato, and a healthy fat could be avocado. Make sense? So that'll help you stay full and add protein at the same time. Next question is from Danielle. She says, I'm not a good cook. I'm so overwhelmed. I want to be plant-based. Listen, you do not have to be a good cook or a chef by any means to be plant-based. Please look at my Instagram. Look at all different vegan food bloggers' Instagrams. There's so many. My um, really good friend Carly, her account is at plantu. She has amazing easy, easy vegan recipes. Trust me, you do not have to be a good cook. It's just about learning. And I would just say like make things that are super simple. Pasta, again, like tacos, toasts, smoothies overnight like you really don't have to get fancy with it and learn like teach yourself watch some youtube videos about like vegan cooking and like people's what i eat in a days and get ideas from there so don't feel like you need to be a chef in order to eat a plant-based diet you can teach yourself how to make some really simple meals and just be open to that if you're open to learning how to make yourself some simple things it'll go a really long way for you Okay, next question's from Ella. She says, are there any vegan foods that still taste like meat? Yes, yes, yes. I feel like I've covered this, but again, um, I really like daring chicken. It tastes just like chicken and has the texture of chicken. And I would say if you're trying to emulate meat, try making some dishes with tofu. It's great. I think tofu gets a bad reputation, but you can really make some meaty things with tofu, especially if you put it in the air fryer and get it all crispy. Next question's from Nikki. How much protein do you need in a day? So this would depend on how much you're working out. If you're, if you're lifting weights every day, working out a ton, you're going to need a little more protein. It depends how much you weigh. So this is really based on person to person. But overall, if you make sure you have a source of protein at every meal, you should be good. For example, put a scoop of protein powder in your smoothie in the morning, have lentils on your salad for lunch and dinner, put tofu in your meal. Easy, done. Next question is from Gabby. How do you do this without eating tons of carbs? So this is like a whole other episode, but bottom line is carbs are actually super healthy. We need carbs, but we need complex carbohydrates. Complex carbohydrates like sweet potato, whole grains, beans, like all of those amazing foods that have fiber and give us energy, like those are healthy carbs. Carbs get a bad reputation, but we need them for long lasting energy. But at the same time, like make sure you're not having a fully carb loaded meal, like a whole plate of pasta isn't going to give you many nutrients. So make sure that you, you know, if you're having pasta, have a side of protein and vegetables and healthy fats with it. I would suggest even if you're having pasta, like something carby like that, get a protein pasta, get chickpea pasta like Bonza that has so much protein in it and gives you more nutrients than regular pasta. Okay, next up, Danny asks, what vitamins do I need to supplement with if I'm going plant-based? Okay, everyone who is vegan vegetarian, you need to take a B12 supplement and that's really it. I would say for everyone, whether you're vegan or not, take a vitamin D supplement. It's so easy to become deficient in vitamin D. I actually was pretty low in vitamin D, so I needed to take an even higher percentage supplement than I was taking before. And now my vitamin D is good. So I would do B12, vitamin D if you're not. And if you need a multivitamin recommendation, I would do Ritual and I would take a probiotic every day, whether you're vegan or not. 
Okay, we're almost done here. We have two more questions and then we're going to wrap up. I think I'm going to do part two of this episode because there's so much information that I can give you and so many questions people had. So, okay. Alina asks, parents are afraid that eating plant-based is restrictive. What do I do? How do I convince them? Okay, this is super common. I would say you need to have an open conversation with your parents and be very mature. And, you know, I think it's easy to, I think I used to like yell at my parents and like, I was like, so like, I don't know. I was just such a bitchy teenager, um, even though I wasn't vegan when I was a teenager, but about other things. So if you're young, sit down with your parents, have a mature, open conversation with them come prepared, maybe ask them if they're willing to watch some documentaries, show them accounts like mine. You can tell them, you know, I'm a certified health coach. Um, It is healthy to be vegan at any age. And actually the World Health Organization came out with a statement that it is healthy for someone of any age to be, to eat a plant-based diet. So you can look that up and show them the World Health Organization statement about that. And just be open and honest with them. Ask your parents if, you know, you can maybe help plan some dinners or if you can go to the grocery store and pick out some vegan items. Just be patient with your parents um, because they might be a little old school and might not understand that eating vegan is very common now and it's so healthy um, and totally fine if you're a teenager and want to be vegan. It's perfectly safe. Okay, last question is from Adrian. How do you eat plant-based on a budget? So eating plant-based on a budget is very doable. I was pretty much broke in college. I had no money and I was able to be fully plant-based. You just have to really plan. You have to find the grocery stores with the best prices. Like maybe don't get all your groceries at Whole Foods if you're on a budget. You can be plant-based from any grocery store. And if you're buying the basics and if you're sticking to a budget, you need to stick to the basics, meaning Tofu, beans, potatoes, rice, nuts, seeds, veggies, all of those like simple basic plant-based items are some of the cheapest foods out there. You can't tell me that buying tofu is more expensive than meat because it's just not. A a package of tofu from Trader Joe's is $1.99. I dare you to find me a piece of organic like high quality meat for for less than that you can't so it's actually very cost effective to be vegan a can of beans is 99 cents that's a very cheap source of protein so you can definitely do this on a budget follow my friend tony her account is called plant-based on a budget she has cookbooks about being vegan on a budget and her whole social media is dedicated to that so follow her if you want more tips on that That is the episode for today. I hope I helped you even a little bit feel like you can get started on this plant-based lifestyle of yours. Be patient with yourself. You got this. I'm here to help you. Use my recipes. Find vegan food bloggers that you can follow. Do your own research, which is so important. Watch documentaries. You got this. I have faith in you. If you want to start this, you can do anything you set your mind to. I truly believe that. I wish you all the best. Use all my tips. Maybe even listen to this episode again, but take notes and make a plan for yourself. Go grocery shopping. Go do that today or tomorrow. You're going to have so much fun. I would say my last comment is eating plant-based and switching to this diet is about having fun and you're going to end up loving this. I promise you. So with that, like, subscribe, 
leave a review and a comment for me on my podcast that would mean the world to me ratings and reviews go really far when starting a new podcast so it would really really help me out if you left a review and and let me know what you think but i will talk to you next week love you guys bye